SAFM, leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songezo Mabete on SAFM. Good evening, Songezo. Don't buy City Press, don't buy. Don't buy City Press, don't buy. <laughs> ah, that's how I will remember Mr. Mtembo. Any sense of humor. Always liked when he was interviewed by that puppet Chester Missy. It was fun galore. May his soul rest in peace, Mr. Jackson Mtembu. That's P-Man in Kuruman. May indeed, Minister Mtembu, rest in peace. Minister in the Presidency and a parliamentarian for the ANC, previously having served as Chief Whip and the National Spokesperson for the ANC. At some time in Bumalanga, served as the MEC for Transport between 97 and 99 years, during which he was criticised for spending money, of course, government officials do get criticized for all sorts of things but if ever there was a legacy that ought to remain and remain entrenched was how in the final analysis minister mtembu has been the face of what has been a hard-working government in its attempt to respond to the ravages of covid 19 him trying to steady the ship and i suppose he died with his boots on as one of the journalists earlier on commentated on the line now to pay some tributes to him are Mr. Sfisom Tsweni, former chairperson, National Youth Development Agency, and more especially a comrade of his, Mr. Chris Vick, who at some point was a colleague of mine, albeit for a very abbreviated period of time. Let's first have a chat with Sfiso. Sfiso, good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Sanders, and good evening to the listeners of SAF. Yeah, Minister Mtembo always had a soft spot for young people and the youth agenda. Perhaps as one who represents the NYDA, tell us what kind of loss this is, not just to the movement, but particularly to the young people of the country. Well, uh, it's a very sad day. Um, when we received the news, uh, we didn't believe it because, uh, as you know, today you wake up uh, morning one person and uh, as you're trying to get to terms with that uh, news of another person, passing on uh, comes through, but uh, the news of Minister Mtembu hit us very hard. Um, Minister Mtembu, as you know, is a veteran of uh, our movement, a communicator par excellence. Uh, as you know, that uh, post-1994, he was one of the first uh, communicators, uh, you know, particularly of the African National Congress. He went on, as you said, to serve the government uh, in Pumalang. Uh, in fact, it was his department uh, that was actually in the public eye. And uh, it was no surprise that uh, he was actually taken into the national space, uh, became the national spokesperson uh, of the ANC, went on to serve as a chief whip. But uh, for me, uh, as you know, the National Youth Development Agency is located in the presidency. So we report directly to the minister in the presidency. And uh, that's where we really got to interact uh, with Minister Mtembu, a very firm person, but uh, he was always uh, willing to listen to young people. He was always willing to hear us uh, raise our views. Even at times we didn't agree with what we were saying, but uh, what I said, uh, what deeply shattered and uh, and, uh, heartbroken. Let me continue now the conversation to somebody who's more of a comrade and not at all disrespecting you, but this is somebody who would have in many respects served alongside Minister Mtembu, the fallen Minister Jackson Mtembu, who passed away earlier today. Good evening, Mr. Chris Vick. Condolences to you and those who, with whom you fought in the struggle who are slowly but surely leaving this world. 
I'm not going to ask you how you feel because one can well imagine. But the sense of loss that is now going to grip the ANC and very much the cabinet of the country at this stage cannot be computed. So great it is. You're right, Sangeza, and, and thanks for the opportunity. I, I mean, I, I think there's every death is, is tragic, but I think with 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 Jackson, you know, there's a real feeling. It's almost like he was everybody's minister. You know, he was incredibly popular. You won't hear members of the opposition, the political opposition, say a bad word about him because he just had this amazing chemistry. You know, he reminds me of Ronnie Mabwepa. Um, the late the, Ronnie Mabwepa, yes. The late Ronnie, who passed away a few years ago. It's, it's, it's the same feeling of loss because of this larger-than-life personality who he was on our TV screens, he was in our lives, he was in meetings, he was... You know, it's it's just it's really difficult to to get one's head around it. But uh, you know, I, I, I for me, it's about about remembering his legacy, and I think building and replicating the skills and values that Jackson embodied around transparency, honesty, accountability, servant leadership, and the ability to communicate very difficult messages in a very effective way. That, that is how, certainly how I'll remember him. And I'm sure many other South Africans will feel the same way. And we are more than happy to play your voice notes in honouring the late Minister Jackson Mtembu. Please do so on our WhatsApp facility. You all know what the number is, but for reference sake, 0614 please drop a, please drop us your WhatsApp voice notes. Sviso, the youth agenda in this country in many respects because of COVID-19 has somewhat fallen on the wayside. Of course, you might always have thought that you have an ear with Minister Mtembu given the fact that he always had close relations, particularly with the Youth League. Now that things are the way they are, one, and that you have lost somebody who has a sympathetic ear to the youth agenda, how might you anticipate, even call, how things going forward will unfold given the fact that the youth question in this country is still a very important one? Well, uh I think one thing that we need to clarify, um, you'd know that uh, when, when COVID first struck, one of the things that young people have always been raising over some time has been the issue of uh, a basic grant income uh, for young people in this country. And as part of the relief efforts that government has actually taken, you'd know that today the most uh, uh, hit people in this country in terms of unemployment has been young people. And uh, the 350 rands that has actually been put forth by government has been issues that have been raised. And uh, Minister Mtembu has played a critical role in ensuring that uh, the National Corona uh, Command Council is able to put those particular issues across. And I think one of the things that as young people who are really going to miss is that particular voice, uh, particularly in the NCCC. And I think that going forward, uh, his, his memory has been edged and I think that, uh, you know, the only thing that can happen going forward is to ensure that his ideals, the ideals that young people actually uh, wanted from him, are things that government uh, is actually going to take forward. And I think it's a great loss for us. And uh, But in his memory, we're going to continue to raise issues vociferously. We're going to ensure that the voice of the youth is actually not lost uh, in this critical time.
Let's talk about his relatability and affability as an individual and as a public servant. Chris, I'm coming to you. I'm just going to read a couple of messages that were circulating in the family WhatsApp group earlier today. Loiso Mabete, sad news about the passing of Jackson Mtembu. He was likable. Somebody who's worked in the political space and is in the political space. My sister, Kutala Mabete, Noah, now Mrs. Noah. What a humble soul. Umzali, a parent. Approachable. No shame. Kobi, it's bad. Mzimasima Begla goes on to say, all within my family, very likable. An honest politician who was not afraid to be vulnerable. I remember when he spoke candidly about substance abuse challenges his son was facing and the pain he endured when his daughter died. Chris, this is something, of course, which is incredibly important in even ordinary government messaging. The person who sends this message, is this person relatable? Can he or she possibly engage my experience, relate with it such that whatever government message that is coming across from the them, so to speak, to us is something that is feasibly implementable or relatable or something that has obviously been engaged because between us and them, there isn't that us and them, which many of his contemporaries unfortunately have. They are not relatable. Mr. Tembo was. I, I, you're right. I mean, and, and I think it, the the key issue is it wasn't engineered. I mean, this is what Jackson was like, and this is what he was about in any interaction with him, whether as an activist, as an ANC communicator, as chief whip in parliament, or as a minister in the presidency. I always felt I was dealing with the same person. I dealing, I, I, somebody who didn't embrace the trappings of office, but use the trappings of office to bring about good and to bring about change. And I think that personal integrity is what often shone through whether it was in the COVID briefings or the family difficulties that he had. You remember he lost a daughter. Mm. He was arrested for drunken driving at one point and came out very publicly and said, I've done the wrong thing and I apologize, which is it's a rare characteristic in our body politic. And I think it, 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 it's something that Jackson was able to bring into his role as one of the faces of government during the pandemic. So if you if you combine that humanity and humility, the personal accountability and experience, and then this very, very well prepared approach to messaging and delivery, you know, it it, it was a potent combination. And I, I would like to think that it helped many of us through some of those sometimes tedious media briefings, the little jokes about from journalists wanting to know when they could buy cigarettes, correcting ministers who didn't have their face masks on. I mean, that that combination, I think, endeared Jackson to many people and made the, the, the challenge of communicating these complex, difficult messages much easier and much more effective. And, and as I say, he's left a tremendous legacy in the same way that the late Ronnie Mamwepa did. And we must analyze that and understand it and apply it to the way that we communicate today. Final comment from you, Chris. I've got all of two minutes. I'm just going to share it between yourselves and Sviso in a minute and a half. For you, 30 seconds to 40 seconds. The messaging of government is still as important now as it would have been at the beginning of the lockdown in March last year. All the institutional IP and memory that Jackson had built up over time and who the critical role players were within the media space or within the political space, that is now gone. How do you see things going forward and how, or rather, do you hope things will be pan out? Because the messaging and its packaging is ultra-critical. 
Well, even even though a lot of it was about Jackson's personality and his ability, he was part of a collective. And I mean, there were there were there were many many people around him who were participating in the communication process, who I'm sure were influenced by him. I mean, he's influenced almost everyone he's interacted with, and I'm sure that legacy will continue. Um, partly as a tribute to Jackson, but also because it's probably the most effective way to communicate through this pandemic right now. Fantastic. Chris, let me let you go. Thank you so much for your time. We certainly will be in touch and we'll call upon you soon. Mr. Fisom Tsweni, final comment from you then as the chairperson of the NYDA. Final comment about Mr. Mtembud, perhaps especially to his family. Sviso, are you there? To his family. He loved his family dearly. You'd remember that uh, at some point... He actually wanted to retire from public life and uh, go back to Mpumalanga and look after his family. I know how deeply he cared for his kids. I know how deeply he cared for his family. And uh, I can't even begin imag- to imagine how his family is actually feeling. Mm. And uh, I want to say uh, I'm one of those people who were recruited into the communications of the ANC. Uh, I'm the head of the communications of the ANC. So I have got literally five seconds. Um, I've got to say thank you on that. Thank you very much for your thoughts.